I can let that just, it's, it's like water on a duck's back, just rolls right off. Welcome to the Million Dollar Landscaper Podcast. We're your hosts, Scott and Katie Mulchan, and we make it easy to start working on, not just in your landscaping business. We're a real couple that helped grow our family business to well over a million dollars in revenue. And now we help other landscaping business owners just like you to do the same. Are you ready to build your business? Let's get started. Before we get into today's show, a big thank you to our sponsor, Send Gym. If you want to get the lead you want and turn your current clients into raving fans, then you need to try Send Gym. They've created an exclusive offer just for our listeners. If you sign up today, you can get your first month for just $2. So if you haven't already, go to sendgym.io forward slash MDL, where you can get even more exclusive deals just for Million Dollar Landscaper podcast listeners. That's sendgym.io forward slash MDL and take advantage of these awesome deals today. Welcome back, everybody. Tonight is kind of like the epitome of doing it dirty. We always talk about (laughs) just like getting things done, even if it's not perfect. So this podcast might fall into that category because, well, we both already worked all day. We're exhausted. I just picked up our son. He was camping with my sister and her family for a week. So it's just, it's been a little bit of a day. I have a headache. Our house is still a mess from our wood floors getting done. We're at least not living in our camper anymore. Yeah. We are living back in the house, but there's no furniture down. We have like a yeah. beanbag chair on the floor and the it's, dog keeps sitting on it. It's still a little bit of a mess. Yeah. So we committed to getting this podcast out <laughs> so, and we're doing it. Well, yep. and add to that mess, your dad had surgery. Yep. And so for any of you that aren't completely familiar with our story, we're second generation landscapers. Scott's family started the business. We worked there for years and years and years. In the past years, we've transitioned out. We've really been focusing on million dollar landscaper. That's like what we're pouring our heart and soul into. But your dad had to have surgery. So of course, family is family. What do you do when they need help? You show up. So our son actually worked there for one week, two weeks. About a week, yeah. He basically just kind of lived there um, because they pulverize dirt and do all that. He's 15, so he can drive equipment. So he's been helping out with that. And then you've been helping more on the business side of things. And that really kind of leads us to what we (laughs) wanted to talk about today because... A couple of podcast episodes back, we talked about how, you know, we haven't been there for a few years and things. We were the ones that really held down like that business end of stuff. Mm-hmm. God bless your dad. He's a great worker. He's a great foreman. He'll get I, jobs done. I know no one that will work as hard as him. Yeah. No one. But the business end has slipped a little. And yeah. so there's some bad attitudes there right now. Yeah, at least one bit. in particular. Yeah, one so, more so than others. Yeah. So yeah. today we just kind of wanted to talk about like, what do you do when you've got like that bad rotten apple in the yeah. group? Yeah, having that negative Nancy is not the best situation. Well, they're never pleasant to no. deal with. Nobody likes it. It's no. not fun. I've dealt with it in other scenarios as well. Yeah. They can bring everybody down, but. Yeah, actually, it's, it's causing issues right now because it's causing people not to want to work with them. Productivity is going down. There's issues on a job site because they just don't care. They don't, they're just there for a paycheck right now. And it's really just starting to cause problems. And You know, if you listen to our podcast for a while, you probably heard me talk about this. We've dealt with this in the past. Um, We actually, I actually had to fire one of my best friends because of the same situation. So I thought it was kind of an interesting topic to talk about because how we handled in the past is probably a little bit different than how we're handling now. We're a little more mature now. Well, we are. And we've grown (laughs) and, and, you know, grown as a business person and and just personally in our lives too. So we see things a little bit different than what we used to back then. And I, I don't remember all the details about everything in the past because it's probably been close to 20 years now. Yeah, it's it's been been at least 15 probably. But just to kind of 
recap of what happened. This person was being very negative. Like I said, it was one of my best friends. He actually listens to our podcast, though, and he, yeah. he listened to an episode oh, yeah. where we talked about it before. We did. We so, did. yeah, he knows we totally called him so, out on this. Yeah, we're cool, <laughs> Sorry. but we're still friends, so it's, oh, it's good. It's, everything's yeah, good. everything's fine, because yeah. I think he knows it, too. You know, he knows. He, he yeah. knew. So basically, this person, like I said, was just kind of doing the same thing we're having right now, you know, bringing everybody down. Nobody really wanted to work with them. And my father and I just kind of decided that's it. The problem is, too, looking back now, we didn't really talk to him about the circumstance. And, you know, maybe there's something going on in his personal life or something that was causing this. We didn't really dive into that. We just kind of that's it. We're done. You know, my dad would yell at him or whatever, you know, get done faster, blah, blah, blah. But at the time, we were just like, all right, this is it. We're cutting our losses. And it was a hard decision because, you know, he, he's been he had there a for, lot of skills. He yeah. brought a lot to the business. Yeah, he's, he was there for skills many, wise. many years, 10 plus years. He knew how to run equipment, run the jobs, driver, all that good stuff. But it was decided we just decided it was just better off to let him go. It was probably one of the hardest decisions I had to make. It's hard. I've had to have tough conversations with friends. That's why I tend not to make friends at work anymore. But that's a whole other <laughs> podcast. People give me crap for this all the time. I separate. but yeah. So, yeah, we end up letting him go. And like I said, everything's good now. We're still friends. We still talk and everything's fine. But looking back now, there's probably more than what we could have done then than we're doing now. What are you doing this time around? Like you yeah, had a meeting so, with like the whole crew and everybody. Yeah. So and I don't um, think that's something that took place before. Like Katie said earlier in the podcast today, things have kind of been slipping down. You know, my dad, he wasn't staying up to date with the handbook and certain things. So we kind of went and had a meeting with everybody to kind of talk about things and kind of, I wouldn't say a fresh start, but kind of starting off a little bit different than what my father was running things. So we had a meeting with everybody, both landscaping and maintenance. I separated, did two different meetings. And we basically talked about how, you know, there's some issues going on. I asked them actually to start thinking about what they are seeing is going wrong in the business. You know, what what's dumb around here meetings? We've talked about those on the podcast, too. People but, like to feel like they have a say. Yeah. It's not just we're sitting here like yelling at you. Yeah, I don't want to come across like. Especially if there are a lot of good guys there. You've got oh, yeah. a lot of really good and people. This person in particular has been there for, he said, going on 10 years now. So mm-hmm. he's been there for a while. So he knows everything that goes on in there. So I was like, start thinking about what's dumb around here. So that's in our next meeting. That's one of the things, first things we're going to bring up. What's dumb around here? What do you think we can do different? So I kind of want to bring that approach. I don't want to come down on everybody like, you need to do this, this, this. To me, it doesn't work that way. It just that was kind well. of your the South County go-to. That's family business, yeah. South County landscaping. The go-to business model for a lot of years was just yelling at people. Yeah, and and I, that's common. I know a lot of people do it. But if you don't take the time to know better and learn how to do better, you just do what you know. And a lot of people just know yelling. So we... Yeah, and, and I think you just have to deal with... The younger generation a little bit different than I would some, say that is correct. Yeah, yeah. Somebody that's in their fifties or sixties, you just they're just different times and just have to adapt. Yeah, even us, we're in that mid forties. Yeah. We even kind of grew up with like going into work and just getting your ass chewed. Sometimes just happened, and we chug it off a little better. Got yeah. pretty thick skin. Yeah. Yes, younger people don't seem to be as I don't, don't want to use the word receptive. Not that I was receptive <laughs> to it. I didn't like it. Yeah. But that was kind of like the norm. You just yeah. got thick skin and shrugged it off. So like I said, we're taking a little bit different approach on this one. So we had the initial meeting, talked about everybody. And I said, you know, I'm going to be coming out, visiting the job site, seeing what's going on. So I, I went out actually yesterday, day before, whatever it was. I All went the out days there, are like, running yeah. together. We talked about doing this dirty. We're tired. Yeah. We don't know what's so going on. So I went out there <laughs> and uh, visited one of the job sites. And, you know, pull them to the side because I don't I don't like to do it in front. If it's somebody I'm actually going to talk to individually, I want to do it individually, not in front of a group of everybody. 
So we pulled him aside, started talking to him a little about some things. And one of the things he, he's upset about was he actually got demoted. He was a foreman or crew leader on the, on the maintenance side. And he got demoted down partially due because his attitude and just his not caring and details kind of getting slipped on job sites. So that's part of it, which I understand that, but he has to look at our side of things and, and figure out why, why we do that. There was a reason why we dropped it, you know, Lord mm-hmm. has demoted him. He was also upset because he wants more money, which I get everybody wants everybody. more money, but I explained to him that when productivity drops, we're not making profit like we need to. So we yeah, can't. I think there was callbacks yes, were happening and yeah. stuff like that. And so that just eats into profits. So, yeah, so we can't know, pay you more when we're having to put out more. Yeah. So I explained that to him and, you know, I'm talked about how we're going to get back to having a, a bonus system in there. So I was trying to bring out these types of things to him, but he just, every time I was talking to him though, you just get that vibe, but he's just not really listening. It just seems like it's just going in one ear out the other. I don't know if he's just done with everything in the business, but I told him I want to have a sit down meeting with him kind of one-on-one at the office and find out a little more details. Cause I didn't want to hold up, you know, the crew, mm-hmm. you know, cause they're trimming stuff. And while I was out there, one of the things I did find is that they're not trimming the shrubs like they well, should. Well, you went out and checked on the crews. And, so, yeah. cause that's something that had been kind of getting lax on that too. Haven't been going out and checking on them. So you're like, you took the time to go ahead and go out. And check on the maintenance crew to see exactly what and how mm-hmm. things are getting done out there. And you weren't super happy with what you saw when you went out there. No. So on this particular property, they had a, a lot of tiger eye sumac and these islands as a commercial property. And, you know, after I just got done talking to him about we have to increase our productivity. So we're making more of a profit. So we in order to give you a raise, blah, blah, blah. So I asked him, I saw him. He's basically taking hedge trimmers through the tiger eye sumac. Shearing them off and just rounding them off. They just look like, like, what are you doing? Yeah, like this looks terrible. So I didn't come out, start yelling. I'm like, you know, why, why did you do it this way? Well, that's just what I was taught. You know, the previous foreman, that's what he, he showed him. And that's what he's just always done on this property. I'm like, well, that's not the proper That's not how you do kind. this. Well, this just goes to show that even if you hire somebody, I don't know who his previous foreman mm-hmm. was, but, and they're like, oh yeah, I'll train, I'll show people. It's like, you got to have a little mm-hmm. bit of a finger on the pulse of what's going on because he was just doing what he was shown, but he was shown incorrectly. Yeah. So I explained to him like, okay, well, for one, this is not correct. But two, you trim something that shouldn't have been trimmed. And there's, I don't know, there's probably 100 plus of these tiger eye sumacs. Now you got a big old fat mess you yeah, got to so clean now up. now <laughs> we spent a lot more time cleaning up than probably what was bid on this job. So I try to explain to them why, you know, we have It we just added hours to the job that were yeah. unnecessary. Those so didn't like, need to get trimmed like that. And now you got to clean it so up. So now, you know, we lowered our productivity on it. So we're not making as much money on that trim job. So I try to explain these types of things so he understands, like, this is the reason but that goes back on us. So well, now, it is. It now does. it's like, okay, now we've well, got to make sure everybody's getting trained on how to properly trim. Yep. So getting a little bit off topic, but for this circumstance, I'm going back to, to the shop. I'm going to put together a list of like 10 shrubs that we commonly trim around here. Yeah. And how to trim them. And they're going to be training us. But yeah. Well, I think it's relevant because you can't just have a crapitude with him when he was just, he didn't know any better. He well, legitimately didn't know any better. I, I think I that's him. the tie-in. Yeah. yeah, and I told him it's not his fault. I was like, it's our fault for not training you properly. So that's on us. Yeah. Uh, he's like, well, I just never train on that. Oh, I get it, but yeah, here's but how we're going to do it. If that's impacting his bonus and all that, then, you know, it's yeah. just like this little vicious circle. It so is. It is. So, I can, you know, we're, I can understand his frustration as an employee because I've been in many employment situations where you get no training and then it's just real frustrating, especially then if they're like, eh, what's going on? And you're like, yeah. I don't know. I'm just making it up because nobody showed me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I've had that done. So. Well, and I get it. So like I said, I didn't, I didn't put that in him. I said, that's on us. Here's what we're going to do for the future to correct it. 
you know, we're sure. going to start putting a different training procedure for that. That was one of the things that brought up, uh, like I said, money was the biggest issue. You know, he started getting on this route that, you know, um, our family is making so much money off this business. And, uh, well, everybody always thinks that yeah. we are obviously eating off golden plates yeah. with golden silverware. Yeah. I just throw them away when I'm done. I don't yeah, yeah just yeah. get a fresh yeah. new gold plate the next time. Yeah. The employees always think that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not like <laughs> your well, parents are rolling up in a Ferrari. And so. we do job costing every single job. Yeah. So I said, well, you know, I'll show you some of the numbers that show that we're not making. Cause he said, oh, we're making, you know, you know, you guys are making profits. I'm like, well, it's not necessarily true. And we're well, making well, some. Well, it's a but, business. We have to make a profit. Yeah. That's why we're here. But I'm <laughs> That's like, why we have this. But we have to make a profit at every single job. Well, you know, yeah, we have to make our pre-calculated amount of profit mm -hmm. at least. Like we have an amount in mind of yes, what we need to make on this job. And so if we're not making at least that, then yeah, we're. But they they always think that you're just yeah. like you know wads of cash, and that's well, not I, necessarily. The then case. I also explained to him too, especially on the maintenance crew, that those are set contracts mm -hmm. at the beginning of the season. We can't go in and just jack up the price because you got a raise. Right, if we do don't that, anticipate right, their raises yeah. ahead of time, yeah. Then we can't, we can't, can't correct for it. So or... I explained to them the only way we get past that is we have to increase our productivity over here to be able to make more of a profit. So I think he kind of understood that. But like, again, it's he's like kind of not in his head. And I got the vibe he didn't care. So that was part of the problem. So I told him now, okay, so now we had that conversation. That was whatever, 15, 10, 15 minutes. Like I said, I didn't want to hold him up on the job that much longer. So I said, I want to have a meeting with him. So our next meeting, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to be honest with him and tell him, here's what we're seeing. Here's what's going on. And we need to do something about- Did you say uh, you showed him some of the job costing sheets? I, I will be showing him. I told yeah, him I will I would. be showing him. So. Well, you have to have some level of transparency. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you don't have to show him everything, but I think it's completely pertinent to, and okay to go ahead and show them a couple job costings. Right. Like, here's what we had budgeted. Here's what you guys did. Da, 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 I'm da, da. all for showing numbers. Yeah. We're an open book. You want to see what we're doing, what we're making? I don't care. I'll show you. This is something actually I was taught from Greg Woodstock from Aquascape. He told me the story- one of the trainings many, many years ago, and it's always stuck with me how he actually saved one and of his And you have your guys. Aquascape shirt on. Now this is an Aquascape commercial. Yes. What happened? They're not even but, paying us. Go ahead. <laughs> but he, he said to be open with your people. And this is one of the things he did to help save one of his main guys, Brian, if you're familiar with him. And it's always stuck with me. So I'm always willing to show people our books. And I think it's very important to show them. Then the numbers don't lie. You know, We're not just holding back from giving you a raise. Yeah, because we're why. jerks. Yeah, no, there's reason. We want you to win too. So yeah. Yeah, I will definitely show them some of the numbers and, and show them. We have a sheet that we have in the academy that shows how much money is wasted for 10 minutes of time being wasted every hour or a day or whatever it is. Oh, um, yeah, so we should drop that. Sheet. We'll drop that in the comments. Yeah, can, We've we'll given that out before. It's basically just a spreadsheet where you can look. It's like, okay, if you have two employees getting paid $15 an hour and they waste 30 minutes a day, here's how much it's yeah. costing your business. And it has all different number yeah. combinations of employees and how much they're getting paid. So yeah. you can kind of look at that and see, okay, how much money is that time actually costing? Yeah. One of the reasons I, I want to do that is because one of the things I saw when I was coming back in there was that they're taking a little longer getting out of the shop in the morning. They're taking probably half hour to get out of the shop and there's no reason to. That should be done faster. Some of the guys weren't like, Caught them today. They were not filling their trucks up when they get back with fuel. And well, because they're up, supposed they're... to fill them up at night. Yeah, and I know so, you had talked about that, and they were kind of yeah. like, Bleh, yeah. So I, this is the second time. So now they've gotten this, out of the habit. So it's going to take some consistent. I hate to use the word nagging, but it might take a little well, bit of nagging to get them back in the habit. And I try explaining to them these little things like this is what's causing us to lose a lot of money. And this, you know, the few thousand dollars which I'm going to show them in the spreadsheet could be part of your raise or your bonus, whatever. 
but we have to kind of pick up, you know, get out of the shop a little bit quicker and just got to get on so, it. Yep. So that's what's going to happen in our next meeting. Like I said, I'm trying to be a little more proactive than what we did last time instead of just firing. But, you know, to me at this point, if he still continues the attitude, you know, it, it may have to lead to termination. Again, it's difficult because it's hard to find people right now. Yeah. Well, and this is something that I kind of go back and forth on. I think it kind of depends because I have worked with people who just have crappy attitudes because I'm pretty sure that's just their personality. Uh, yeah. And so those people I can kind of get past. Like some people are just kind of grumpy and gripey and complain about everything, but they get their work done. And they're not hurting the business so much. I mean, people kind of don't always want to work with them. But I have learned to get past those people myself, just talking about like there's a little bit of personal growth in there. Because you do have to learn if you're the one who's actually working with these people, you can't let their bad attitude get to you because nine out of 10 times, it has nothing to do with you. And even with the bad attitude about the business and the boss and all that, I guarantee there's probably something in their own personal life going on or it's just how they are. I don't know. Like I've just really learned that a lot of times when people are grumpy, it's because it really has nothing to do with you. It's just kind of how they're interpreting whatever's going on in their life. So oftentimes not too much you can do about it. So No, but there's a, to me, there's a certain point that it's just not worth it because was it, misery loves company and it just kind of brings... It does, and they can bring down everybody. Yeah. But I'm just kind of playing a little bit of a devil's advocate only because it is so hard to find people right now. So I think it's but, definitely worth investing the time in if you do have a bad apple right now to try and fix it. In the past, we'd have been a lot more like, just get rid of them. Yeah. But I think um, since it is so hard to find people right now, yeah. you maybe do have to take these steps of meeting with everybody, have a what's dumb around here, pull them mm. aside, like Scott said, if you need to, and maybe just explain things a little more. We know this person is, is a good employee. They had a history of doing very well. That's why they moved up, became a foreman at one point. Mm-hmm. Something happened to cause them to kind of go, go back down the opposite direction. And it, it could be he's done. It could be something at home. It could be something we've done in the, in the business, but we're going to try our best to kind of get down to it. But to me, at a certain point, it, it could lead to termination. And I know you and I have kind of talked about this beforehand. You think we should maybe not do that because it's so hard, but I kind well, of feel... yeah, like I said, that's where I tend to ride the fence on it because definitely in the past, I was one of those, you know, hire slow, fire fast. Yeah. But because of the, <laughs> of the work situation right now, I'm a little bit slower on it. I don't know how to articulate it. It really just depends because I don't know. Have you ever worked with somebody who's just crabby? Like I have worked with people who are just, that's just their personality. And so if you can learn to just kind of be like, yeah, whatever, just like ignore it and just Mm -hmm. move on with your day and focus on what's good in your life and what's good in your job, then you can definitely get through it. I don't let other people's attitudes get me down or bother me like they used to. So, and I don't uh, know how to teach that to people. That's just come because I'm, well, I don't know, no, cause I'm I, getting old now. And I've actually kind of dealt with this on the fire department side too. Mm-hmm. And I've tried to explain to people that are working with coworkers on that, that you can't let them bring you down. No. And maybe you, on your end, you could be a little more proactive. Like this person that I'm talking about is, is a higher rank than the other person. And I'm like, maybe you should just kind of, you know, Hey, what do we need to do today? Just kind of start the conversation and get moving, you know, and I can't get into details on it, but it's, you do have to kind of work with this person. That person's not going away. So you just got to deal with it. But yeah, well, in the past, I definitely let what other people said or their reactions to what I was doing in the workplace um, get to me more than I do now. Um, And part of that comes with being just more confident. Like Mm -hmm. when I was in my 20s, I wasn't necessarily quite as confident in my skills because, you know, I was still young, didn't didn't have a ton of experience. And so I let what other people said or their reactions get to me a lot more. Now I am 25 (laughs) years in, you can KMA. So, you know, I'm a ton more confident in everything that I'm doing. 
And so even if somebody gets a bad attitude or is like, oh, she doesn't know, just yeah. whatever, I can let that just, it's, it's like water on a duck's back, just rolls right off. <laughs> so like I said, we're, we're doing those, those steps to kind of remedy the situation try to figure out. Mm-hmm. But the other thing too, I think we're going to start looking for somebody else. You know, we should always well, kind of be recruiting. Yeah, always be looking. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if somebody comes across it, could kind of step up then you know, either bring that person in, maybe this bad apple will kind of step up or they might just have to move on. You know, that's just sure. kind of where I'm at this circumstance. And I think that's what we're going to do now. Um, I think I, that's all you can do. Yeah. I, I wish there was like cut and dry answers for dealing yeah. with employees, especially when you can't find employees. And it's so hard right now. I wish there was like, I wish we could just give you like this golden <laughs> answer. If I had it, I would share it because I'm cool like that. But there's not. So all we can say is in the past, we maybe didn't handle the bad apples quite as good as we are now. But this time around, there's definitely more communication involved, more transparency with the business involved. And, you know, maybe give them like, okay, well, here, if you guys can Mm -hmm. bring it up, maybe you can go back to your form and status. But these are the markers that you're going to have to meet. These are the goals you're going to have to meet if you want to get put back in that role. I guess something that kind of makes it a little more difficult for me in particular is I don't know all the circumstances behind why that person got demoted. Right. Cause so we weren't, I wasn't there when that there. happened. You know, at some point I'll talk to my dad about it. But. Once again, you're, you know, sometimes he'll just be like, Oh, well he was being stupid. Or I mean, there's always what this person said, what this person yeah. said, and then what actually happened. Yeah. Will you ever have like the, the full true story? No, but yeah. we'll make the best decisions we can with it from here on out. Yeah, That's all. That's all you can do. Yeah, so. so hope that helps. It's just kind yeah. of a... If you're having this circumstance in your business right now, put in the comments. I'd love to see what you guys are doing right now, if, how, how it's affecting your business. <laughs> yeah, or if you've got some solution that's a little bit better, yeah, um, we're let open. us know. But yeah. this is the best that we've come up with to kind of work through it during these pe- trying times. Sorry, <laughs> that's what... <laughs> well, and I think right now everybody's kind of getting tired and people are getting burned out because it, oh, it's been it go, is. go, go with this year, for at least for most people that I know and, and for our business. And I, I know things can get... This time of year Weird. to me is always like the burnout. Everybody's yeah. tired. Like I'm getting it now. I'm tired. Yeah. Everybody's tired. Like you said, it's that mid-season kind of so, like. Ugh. So I feel it's it's pretty important to kind of talk about this right now. And like I said, I just love to hear what everybody else is doing, how you're handling, you know, what's going on, what's causing the issue. So. Yep. You'll get through it. It'll yep. be all right. Yep. All right. So all I right. got a couple questions Got some interview for questions you. for I me. Do. Go. Would you ever pick up a hitchhiker? Oh, uh, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Is there like a certain type of person you'd look for or just? Anybody? I mean, I wouldn't seek out a hitchhiker, but like, especially if somebody like had a dog, I'm kind of a sucker, but I would probably only do it if I was in your truck where they could ride in the back. And I only say this because I have hitchhiked <laughs> and, um, and I didn't get murdered. And so I wouldn't murder mm-hmm. somebody, but I probably, I wouldn't like put them like in my van with me. But, Interesting. Well, well, cause when I did it, we were, I was backpacking with yeah, friends but- and people offered to take us to the trailhead. So we didn't have to hike so we could do a longer trip. We could go from point A to point B. We didn't have to go like in and out. Does your mom know about this? Uh, I don't know that I ever I told her this. I probably won't tell her this. <laughs> All right. Have you ever had this can't be happening moment? And what was it? Um, uh, I have, but never in a good way. Okay. Only um, we have a son who had to be choppered to a different mm-hmm. hospital when he was very young. And that was one of those moments. I don't like to talk about it because it'll make yeah. me cry. But I d- I've never had one of those like, oh, my, not like I won a million dollars or anything. Uh, if that's you what did. you were getting at. I'm I like, wish you did. Uh, I wish you chose. Do you have, are you going to surprise <laughs> me with something? That would be great. Is <laughs> yes. it happening it now? <laughs> All right. Last one. Would you rather be able to erase people's memory or predict their future? Uh, ooh, predict the future. 
predict their future? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Why is that? Well, I'm an eternal optimist and I am generally always excited about the future. And I don't know, your past kind of defines you and makes you who you are. So unless something really horrible and traumatic happened, I don't know why you would want to erase your past because it's the little building blocks that made you who you are. Good and bad. Very true. All right. right. Those were good questions. Sometimes you ask me weird ones. I don't know how to answer. So, (laughs) all right. No, I think that's all we've got for today. Questions answered. Hopefully your employees are doing all right. We'll get through it all. We'll all do it a little dirty. Sorry. I don't know. I just feel so bad. Maybe they, I I forget that. Well, I guess if they're watching the video, they can see us. We're like sweaty and dirty. It's a good thing this isn't smell-o-vision because we're (laughs) disgusting. So... No, um, we'll put that link in the uh, show oh, notes yeah. for the uh, download for that for the spreadsheet. the wasting time. Yep, it's a good spreadsheet to kind of show your that. Team. Share that with your employees. Yep. And if you want more great information like that, definitely check out the Millionaire Academy. We've got a lot of great stuff in there. Yeah, we've too. got all kinds of good little tidbits in there yeah. that can just help make things clearer when you're trying to work with your employees. Yep. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us today. Have a great day. Hey, everyone. Just want to thank you again for joining us today. If you enjoyed today's podcast, we do ask you for one quick favor. Could you please head over to iTunes and leave us a review? A five-star review is even better, but it helps us get our rankings up and help us spread our message. 